0: Hello and welcome to Lifetime on Court, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made for TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I am your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests
1: today are. I am Drew Current. And I'm Michael DeVorzon. Yes. Hell yeah. Hello, Hell yeah. You're Michael, Michael is here.
0: Now, Michael, you're not a typical guest. You're not a normal guest. You're like an extra special bonus episode guest.
2: Yes. Yeah. Ah. I'm honored. I thought you were going to say I'm not I'm not normal and I'm extraterrestrial, and I was going to go with that as well, but I, yes. Well, here Thank we you. go.
1: All right. The- Psych. <laughs> this is a UFO podcast. Totally a <laughs> UFO
0: podcast. Actually, it does tie into the movie of one of my questions that I want to talk about. It will come back around. I promise you that. One.
1: Oh, come um, on.
0: But Michael, you are in a Lifetime movie coming up very shortly this upcoming week. I think it's July 20, uh, I don't know, day six.
1: Twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah,
2: July twenty sixth. Sunday.
0: So Sunday eight, uh, eight p.m. Eastern time, seven p.m. Central. We're in we're big in, lifetime day. Big lifetime day. And it is called. Joe, you ready for this? I am ready. Her deadly groom. Ooh. Her deadly Ooh. groom. Ooh.
1: <laughs> Spooky. Spooky and, fingers. You know
0: Michael plays the titular character
1: the groom he did dead the, the deadly groom. groom my you know this is amazing i love this having the so the last last uh person last actor we interviewed also a villain also a villain ignacio we just do villains i guess hey
2: <laughs> you guys specialize in villains that's on guess so. that's
1: on brand for us i think that's <laughs> on brand yeah i think that works
0: so michael uh, my first question for you is how was it playing a villain and did you like mean to play a villain because you seem like such a nice guy? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, first of all, thank you. Uh, um, thank you for suggesting that I'm a nice guy. I, I would like to think I am. Um, and um, so your question was, what, is, what was it like to play a villain? Oh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot yeah. of fun. I mean, I I do have a history of Playing characters that are complex—they um, mm-hmm. may not be straight villains, but you know they're they're characters that are capable of um, menace at different times. Mm, yeah. This guy was obviously an extreme case because he was in a lifetime, a lifetime of- movie, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a villain <laughs> in a lifetime movie. You know, yeah. it's
0: all very cut and dry in a lifetime movie. If there's a deadly groom. We're going to see that deadly groom right away, and we're going to know he's bad mm-hmm. the whole movie. And just no question. the question is, how bad can he be?
1: <laughs> and how deadly? And <laughs> let me tell you.
0: Let me tell you. I'm not going to give any spoilers away as to what happens, but it you a bad groom.
2: Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was Do scared. No, I mean, I was yeah. afraid. He, he he is a he's a bad groom. He's a bad boy, that is for sure.
0: <laughs> I do want to explain to Drew one thing about the movie, the very beginning, because we love a good mm-hmm. beginning in a lifetime movie, and this one delivers on that. Um, mm-hmm. so Michael's character, his name is Vincent, which is obviously a ter- a bad person name, Vincent, you know. Like Vincent <laughs> Oh yeah. Like I know Vince, Vince Vaughn, nice guy. But like Vincent Vincent,
1: he, he a yeah.
2: bad guy.
1: Yeah. The full name is that's that's evil. Vince is like hey, Vince, for, your buddy. Don't did. forget about his last
2: name.
0: Oh, IMDb oh. didn't tell me that. Oh, Black. Oh, they Vincent, add Vincent Black. Black
2: Whoa. You know So so um, D- done villain. Oh, so you know, you know. I mean, it has a ring. Like he's gonna maybe do some things.
1: Totally. Oh yeah. Totally. If you name if you name your kid Vincent and your last name is Black, you're gonna have a villain child. Right. That's it. Maybe don't do Those that. Those the rules. <laughs> Maybe don't. Yeah. Do don't that. name your kid that.
2: Yeah, but you're right. Vincent has a real ring. It's it's the zint. I think that it's almost like mm-hmm. you're gonna get cut with a knife. Vincent. Yeah, it is. It's that.
1: Yep. Totally. It's a, it's a slicing sound it's like a onomatopoeia. Spicy at the end of the name. <laughs> well, we're getting
0: like linguist up in here. Yeah. I didn't know we had this a, linguist. Is a linguist podcast. Wow. I mean, wow. honestly, linguist if his name
2: Bob. was Bob, what would you guys be? Don't be like, adorable? Would you go, oh my God, Bob, don't be silly. Put that knife yeah. away. You're not going to kill anybody. You and I both know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Relax,
2: Bob. OK. What are, going, you, oh shit. What, <laughs> what are you doing, Bob? Get out of here.
0: <laughs> yeah, Bob, stop. You, weren't, you weren't invited. Stop
2: acting like a fool. <laughs>
0: I love it. So okay. are not invited to. at the beginning yeah. of the movie, we see Vincent. Yeah. He's hiking with his honey, okay? And Uh-oh. they're just like hiking or whatever. And you know in Lifetime, if you're driving a car or if you're hiking in the woods, someone will die. That is just the rules of Lifetime. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're an actor and you're looking to make it to the end of the movie, because I don't know if you get a salary bump for surviving the whole movie. But... You know, you should. make sure in the script that your character is not getting in a car or uh, not walking in the woods. <laughs>
1: okay? So yeah, when you're reading, when someone's reading, it's like, uh, what was one of the name? Allison. It's like Allison gets into a car. You're like, no, nope, I'm not. I want a different role. No, I will not be <laughs> Allison. Okay, I will not. I'm not. I don't want to be Allison. I want to be someone else.
0: The casting director's like, oh, we brought you in to read for Allison, and the actor's like, no, I refuse. Nah,
1: she gets in a car. So, she gets so in a car in a lifetime movie. I'm not into it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. so
0: Vincent pushes this woman. He's like takes her to the cliff and he's like, Isn't the view gorgeous? And she's like, Oh, it is. And then poo, he pushes her off. <laughs> and the best part about this whole sequence, and I want to know from Michael, this is gonna be my question after I explained this true. Mm-hmm. Like, how many line deliveries did you have to come up with to, to get this right? <laughs> All he says is, ouch. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Well, there actually yeah. is another line after ouch. Which um Do you remember? which I'll remind you of, but I'm so glad that the ouch left such a such a strong uh, <laughs> uh, lasting memory on you. Absolutely. Yeah, because after she falls, yes, the first thing he does is he is he says, ouch. And then and then there's another line though, which is I, I promised you a view you would never forget.
1: Yeah, there you go, and there it is. Nailed it. Nailed, Nailed it. it. I'm surprised you remember that. I mean, you filmed this how like many five days? How many? Uh, how many takes? The were just like ah, I'll, I can I can do this one. Back. I can say this line like a little bit better. I think. Well, take a couple of times. The,
2: the <laughs> I, I actually wanted to do the um. I promised you a view uh, you'd never forget. I had two different ways I wanted to do it. The ouch! I think we got it pretty. We we got it pretty quickly. Um, um. But on the, I promised you a view you would never forget. Um, I wanted to read one that was pretty much when he's behind her and they're looking out at it, the beautiful canyon. They're looking at the view. Remember, and he, mm-hmm. yeah. he's saying, "Isn't this beautiful?" And blah 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 blah. So that speaks to the obvious when he says, I promised you a view you never forget. Um, but then I wanted to try it, and I don't know if it came off that way, which was basically the view that he promised her she would never forget was the view on the way down.
0: Mm-hmm. That, that's yeah. true. That
1: tracks, I think. That's, I think that, that traps. Is, that is one that you'll never forget because you will have literally seconds to f- remember. Right.
0: It's your <laughs> literal last memory. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Definitely will remember that.
0: Michael, I know you said you didn't do that many ouches, but please tell me you at least did one where you did like the E.T. <laughs> <laughs> ouch. Ouch. Patrick, remind yeah. me of the E.T. ouch. It's like, ouch, Elliot. Ouch, ouch, ouch.
1: Yeah, where Kate touches his finger.
0: <laughs> That's the one. So, you know.
2: I, and I I just, totally I'm, should have thought of that, and I should have done something like that. You know, just, just for who's just to be like, "Whoa, put- this guy is really out to lunch. He's yeah, he's
0: crazier like, than we thought." I'm gonna open but an he's acting a school, big ET and, fan. in my acting school, I'm only gonna teach how to talk like ET. <laughs> <laughs> so you
1: know, that's that's, that's hilarious. I I picture I picture like after after you say the line, you're just like, well. <laughs> you just put your hands in your pocket and like whistle
2: away. Yep. Well, no, no, you're exactly right, Drew. You're exactly yeah. right. It, it, I did do that. It, they, they, they cut it because of time, but what what happened? Oh, really? No, 100%. And in fact, I whistled a song that my dad wrote many, many years ago. My dad's a songwriter and music composer. So the way the scene went was he pushes her off. Ouch. I promised you a view you'd never forget. And then he, he turns around and walks off and I started whistling. That's awesome. Well, and sorry. that's
0: a great choice because if someone's whistling in a in a lifetime movie or just in, in life, you better run the other way. That's dangerous. Don't don't trust people
1: who whistle. Mm-hmm. Never trust anyone. I
2: really who wanted them to keep that whistle in there and I was like thinking of something to whistle and I'm and I'm like, so I, I whistled an old song that my dad wrote, but yeah, it, they cut right after he says um, a view.
0: Yeah, and it's a hard cut. It's like title card. Like we're in the uh, movie now. Yeah, yeah. Boom, you know how Lifetime yeah. does. Well, actually, you don't. You've never seen a Lifetime <laughs> movie,
1: Drew. So there's that. I've seen. That's I've part seen, of Drew's contract. I've yeah, It I is. I mean, before before the contract, right? I've seen some. Yeah. So I wanted to ask yes. uh, Michael about your. So this movie that you did previously it was looks like it's a, it was a drag queen movie called Fast and Fierce. Death Ran. No, I'm just kidding. Fast and <laughs> I know it's an action movie.
2: Um, Love that. Fast and <laughs> Dude, furious. I was killing it Fast. as a street racing drag queen in that movie. Seriously. <laughs>
1: that's what I was hoping it was. I was like, oh, this would be a, a perfect beat. name for a, a drag queen racing movie. Um, yeah. But uh, it looked uh, so I I haven't seen it yet. I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah. I just saw the clip of it and I'm like, fuck yeah. That's, that's what. That's what Drew likes to see is, <laughs> is action and dr- driving and racing. That's because I'm a huge fast and furious fan. So anything that's kind of like it or in the realm of it, I'm in 100%. And How I was doing that. Was that fun? Like, did you, were you able to like do cool driving stuff?
2: I had a blast doing that movie fast and fierce death race. Yeah. Um, it was with the same director from uh, Deadly Groom. It was the second movie we did together Oh,
0: cool. and
2: uh, Jared Cohen. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I I have a long history of, of uh, driving cars. I've been driving stick shift uh, since I was my God, I think 12. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, um, and I grew up, you know, uh, driving sports cars, mainly uh, ones that were not mine uh, that I would, take out when i was not supposed to take out that's another story uh but still i thought here's a ferrari with six gears i'm taking this i'm taking this this thing out got to you got got so um so yeah i had a long history with driving cars i've always felt really comfortable in cars and i've done a bunch of car commercials i've done some stunt driving precision driving and stuff like that um, oh, awesome I did a commercial for Porsche and uh, I ended up doing all the stunt driving for them they didn't know if I could drive you know actors you ask them do you know how to operate a spaceship and they go yes absolutely um, I'm very good at it <laughs> you know, like, they so I remember they asked you are you comfortable with driving do you know how to drive stick?" you know and of course I'm like yes I'm very comfortable but
1: and the, yeah they're like okay this dude. Is just,
2: an act, just yeah. another actor blowing smoke but but when they actually saw me drive, uh, they said, okay, the American can drive. So they, I did a lot of <laughs> driving, but anyways, getting back to fast and fierce. So yeah, I got to do some, some really fun driving in that car. Um, and it was a great role to take on. It was, uh, you know, the, it was not only the lead role, but he's, he's a badass, but he's a good guy. You know, he's a mm-hmm. good guy and he's trying to do the right thing and he's trying to help, uh, you know, his brother who's gotten in trouble with, uh in, in a gambling debt with dmx's character and um
1: oh that's right dmx that's good... are you serious? i'm definitely i'm definitely fucking watching this. Oh, yeah yes. yeah i would watch it for like DMX. after we should have right led with after... that you guys i mean
0: <laughs> once you said it
1: wasn't a drag queen movie i was like oh cars i don't care but dmx
0: <laughs>
1: well i was glad to see it was on uh it, it's on prime oh really it's on prime video so there you go I'm everyone absolutely
2: check it out on prime
0: well show. you know you need a good movie to watch
2: it, it it's on prime it's on itunes it's on google play so um yeah all the above but yeah i know it was a lot of fun and i got to do i got to do quite a bit of driving in that and um if there's a story i like to tell about that about driving and that one is uh, again i told the director you know i'm i got a lot of experience behind the wheel so i mean obviously i don't want to be doing anything that's gonna uh you in know danger anyway. potentially kill me but you know but yeah. i'm i'm game you know so i remember there was one scene um where i I have to back out and it's a pretty tight uh space that i'm backing out in, and and uh, i asked the director i said how fast do you want me to go and he said as fast as you can you know without and i said right. yeah gotcha <laughs> so the girl comes running out it's this very urgent you know, scene, we've got to go. It's, it's crazy. And so I got in the car and I backed up, fishtailed, almost hit a tree and then oh took God. off, but it was all very controlled. But, but <laughs> yeah. um, what I didn't know is the line producer, Jared first was standing on the stairs and saw the take. And so I pulled back and I thought it was a good take. It was pretty exhilarating, a little close to the tree, but mm-hmm. But you know, controlled, controlled chaos. But I came back, and I remember the the line producer. He looked like he had seen a ghost, and (laughs) and he said, "Never again," you know. And I just started laughing because his his face was priceless. And I said, "No, it it was it was controlled, man. It's it's okay. It's all right."
1: So so that was like they're like that was that's it. Right. Cut. We're we good. are good. done filming. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, no, he just didn't want to see... Yeah, he, he didn't want to see any more close calls like that, but, you know... Yeah. Uh,
1: but it was a good... We kept it real. That was thrill. a good take, though. <laughs>
0: yeah. So it's interesting uh, that you said that you worked with the same director for two movies, um, seemingly back-to-back according to IMDb. When you were filming the uh, Her Deadly Groom, were you shooting to uh, sell it to Lifetime or... You, were you involved in any, did you know you were filming a Lifetime movie or were you kind of filming just a movie that got sold
2: to Lifetime? Um, yes, I, I knew, um, we knew all along that the goal was to get this film placed at Lifetime. Right. Um, in fact, there were a couple of uh, producers that make a lot of Lifetime movies that would come, that came to set a couple of times they weren't officially on board, but they were, they were interested. Um, yeah. So yeah, we all knew if everything went as planned, this was going to be, um, this was going to premiere on lifetime. It was going to be a lifetime thriller.
0: Cause they like a lifetime thriller. is very different than like a thriller thriller. Like there are beats that you have to hit in these types of movies. So I'm always interested to see like if the, like directors and writers are planning to like shoot for that, or they, it just kind of happens and they just like sell it to whoever's gonna take it. You know what I mean? Because now, like Netflix is kind of producing similar stuff, um, not the same, not the same tropes, but similar. They're trying, yeah, similar types of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're trying to do it, but yeah,
1: you know, not this, not quite. They can't, the same. They, they can't quite nail down Lifetime, though. You know, no, Lifetime's been doing it. It's so specific. A long time. Well, Netflix will go into different, like, they'll change it up. They'll be like, they'll turn, it's like, oh, Vincent Black actually isn't the guy who did, you know, like. Right. There's more like twists where like lifetime audience just want, they just like, just give me the bad guy. Give me the good guy. Give me the thing. It's all I need. Yes. Give me that.
0: Yeah. Speaking of like lifetime icon, um, Eric Roberts is in this movie, like randomly. Uh I was very surprised by this because I, I like do my research. I kind of like look it up online or whatever uh, the minimal I do the minimal research possible. I like open IMDB and that's about <laughs> it. So when I say research, please, I'm not Oprah. I'm not uh, Connie Chung over here doing, doing hard hitting interviews. I'm a podcaster <laughs> and I'm adorable, but so we have freaking Eric Roberts, lifetime icon, stopped by my doctor. What was it like to work with him? Cause he seems like so eccentric in all these movies
2: is he like that in real life I think he is eccentric I mean I would I I think I'm eccentric as well yeah but um, I I love Eric um I got to spend quite a bit of time with him and and um, he's he's a very down-to-earth uh, very easy-going guy uh, I would say yeah eccentric as well but we we talked about life and we talked about uh, football. He's a big football fan. He you knows from New Orleans, and uh, oh, cool. and uh, my mom's from Mississippi. And we, we talked about. Um, so very very real guy, very authentic. And um and when it was time to do our um, to do our scene together, um. Quite you a know, scene. it was
0: great. quite a scene, by the way. I won't say what happens, but I was like, dang. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, you want to you want to tune in for this scene because it was like intense.
2: Vincent Black at his best.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For real. For real. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Well, I'm glad to hear that he's like a cool guy because he's deep. like whenever Eric Roberts is in a movie, like his line deliveries are so they're like funny, almost like he's very self-aware. So he knows what's going on. And like he's a little bit uh, self-deprecating. And it's like a a really cool vibe. So like
1: that's like my like goal when I'm like, you know, Eric Roberts age. (laughs) That sounds like it sounds like Nicholas Cage in a way where it's kind like, of, yeah. Just says a line weird and you're like, "Why did he?" Like, what? I guess that was funny? I don't know. I don't understand the guy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, you're right. You are right. And I mean and, and he's he has a history of playing villains too, but he has that the way he delivers and his body language, it's, you know, it's 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 very loose and it's very kind of like you said self-deprecating and kind of yeah. Um, yeah.
0: The stock yeah, I it, I, I, yeah, I was watching it
2: going, yeah, I was really admiring his work, going, he's so, he's so in his body, you know, he's so.
0: Well, and he gets the genre that he's doing, like, he, look at his IMDb, it's insane, he has like 40 movies a year that he does, when he's in a Lifetime <laughs> movie, he knows he's doing a Lifetime movie, and he delivers on like what that's supposed to be, so like, it, it's a skill to be a Lifetime actor, I, I was uh, talking to, I did an interview I can't announce what it is yet, but I was talking about this kind of like how lifetime actors have to really commit to what they're doing because it can, if you're subconscious at all, it's not going to work. So you really have to commit to like, you're the deadly groom. You're doing all this crazy <laughs> stuff, but if you're committed to it, it, it really sells it. And you do like a good job, Michael, uh, just saying for the people who are going to watch the movie, like that's a good example of someone committing
1: to the role. You know, commit the shit out of it. That's right. I mean, I guess that's I guess that's any any good actor, right? Yeah, totally. You just gotta like, and, and, yeah. If any, if you watch a movie and an actor's like, hey, hey uh, <laughs> like, <you're> like, <laughs> that's not a good actor, true.
2: Well, I I think like I said when we first started talking, the the challenge with this role was to be you know was to be a likable romantic leading man, and then also be this menacing character Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i tried to hit the menacing notes uh with a light touch versus with it with a heavy touch um Mm -hmm. and so yeah so i had to commit literally i was like a split personality i had to commit to two personalities would you ever now that
0: you're saying the romantic role you just like sparked in my brain like uh casting director brain. Uh would you ever consider doing like a Christmas, like a lifetime Christmas or a Hallmark Christmas? Put you in a plaid shirt and give you an axe, you'd be like a great leading man in a Hallmark oh. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude.
2: Hell yeah. I, you're right. A flannel, a flannel and an axe out in the out in the woods smiling, honey. Absolutely. Hanging. Yeah. I could see it. I could see it. I mean, yeah. come on. All right. We yeah. Got to no. I'm. Cut, I'm, cut, I'm totally yeah.
1: down. A Christmas tree. Being like, all right. <laughs> Meet meeting up with your your old high school fling that's back in town from her they, <laughs> her yes. job in the city. Let's make it happen for real, yeah. Lifetime. Let's make that happen.
0: Uh, back to the movie, really quick. There's like one last question that I have. Um, well, you know, in Lifetime movies, the men are mostly shirtless, and you're no exception. Um, there is a scene with a bathtub. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna talk about I'm not gonna talk about what happens in the bathtub, but I wanna know about the bathtub temperature of the water.
1: Mm-hmm. How was it? We're always we're always concerned about that. We're when, concerned about the actors like, being too we cold. That, we're like, this better be warm at least.
2: <laughs> well Clean, uh, warm. It, yeah. it was warm.
1: Yeah they, yeah. they
2: they made sure it was warm. Not so much for me. I didn't spend that much time in there, but Kate Watson, who plays Allison was in there for quite a while Love her, that was a that was a long very complicated scene um and um so yeah they made sure that the water was warm and that she was you know going to be cozy in there when I That's spent good. my little time in there without giving too much away how I end up there you know yeah. I wasn't there I wasn't there too long Mm -hmm. Now, so warm water,
0: warm water. Okay, good. We're we're in, uh, you know, union guidelines for SAG. So that's great. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, Michael, our last interview with Ignacio, uh, he like, kind of accidentally fell into having a shirt off the whole movie. Like, he just like took his shirt off for one scene, and then the rest of the day they were like, "You're filming with your shirt off now." <laughs> you just keep it. Just, just keep, keep it off. Filming uh-huh. with your <laughs> shirt off. Um, was yours more strategically placed? Was this your idea or the costumer's idea? Were you comfortable with that uh, being objectified by you know forty year old woman <laughs> drinking wine at home on Sunday night and
2: me? I mean, I <laughs> oh, gotta, I, tell- I gotta tell you guys. I gotta tell you on a call sorry um you know when i watched the movie i was like i don't remember having my shirt off that much (laughs) you know yeah you know what i mean i i I was like i had no it was like i had complete amnesia that i had my shirt off at all during the entire movie because every time i would look i go my shirt's off again when did this happen (laughs) <laughs> Where was I? I don't remember my shirt being off, but I was like, I, th- I thought I looked decent, so I was like, thank God, you know. Bucket, yeah, yeah, oh, uh, no,
0: that's great. Into it, and you know,
2: yeah. It- so yeah, so the um um yeah, so the shirt off. Yeah. No. Honestly, I mean, I was it was really cracking me up because I was like, how did that happen? <laughs> I I missed that. Completely, that that was happening. <laughs> it's like a tr- Who took my shirt. Yeah, off? who took my shirt yeah. off? Wait,
0: what? <laughs> uh, I, that must have been a post. That was like CGI, like shirt yeah. digitally removed. Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh,
1: I, had a, I have a question so, uh, about like the filming of it. So, when did you film this? This was obviously probably pre-COVID
2: land. Th- th- this was yes. This was November. Oh, okay. I believe November of 19 and then fast fast and fierce. We barely, we barely got in. Um, my God, I think we filmed in February. And I oh, think so we it's actually like right on the edge of it, right on the edge of it. Fat, fast and fierce death race. We filmed in February. And then I actually think we had a pickup day, um, in March, like 10 days before, uh, you know, we were quarantined. So yeah, yeah. it was,
1: yeah that's crazy um are are, is there anything like in terms of um like production starting to open back up or is there like i don't know because i i'm just like i'm super curious because of the fact that there's like like my my worry about all this would would was was and might still be uh is like content man Mm -hmm. (laughs) like like basically the only content that's like that's bursting up as podcasts because you can do this obviously remotely yep. so it's a lot easier to just you know have people talking on microphones but doing like an actual pr- production uh you know i don't know do, do you know like are, are are you starting to feel like it's opening back up for productions or what
2: how do, what's the jam on that do you think Um, I think it's going to take some time. I think it's going to be a slow process. I think we're going to learn more as we go. Um, I will tell you that my, my thoughts, I've, uh, I've, I've been up for a couple of, uh, roles for a couple of movies, but they're, they're smaller, you know, independent films. So I think really right now, the first, uh, films that I think are going to come back are going to be the smaller independent films. They're more contained, you know. You can have a, a smaller crew, um, and I think that's, you know, what we're what we're gonna see start to come back. As far as the big blockbusters, um, you know, they can do some stuff with CGI, but as far as like big blockbusters where you have uh, a stampede of two thousand people, like you know they're not going to be able to do these movies for a while or they're going to have to figure out ways to do CGI and and so i think when you go on the on the on the big scale with major motion pictures and even tv series that have been up and running it's going to be tricky because if your lead actor or one of your series regulars goes down you have to halt production or you have to shoot around them for uh, you know, you can you can shoot around them for a period of days, but it, it seems like it will be complex. Um, I have heard through the grapevine that on some of the large, uh, really large scale movies, that there's going to be something similar to what's going on with the NBA. They're going to fly the cast and crew out weeks in advance. They're going to be in a bubble quarantine. Nobody can leave the rooms and then they start shooting. And, and that's, that's they're just doing something Canada came
0: Cameron Bray at Hallmark they're they're back in production mm-hmm. over at Hallmark so
1: yeah yeah and in Canada in Canada yep so okay so is that But there's you no know one no one lives in Canada so
2: oh, right. there's no,
1: <laughs> no <laughs> right there's no virus spreading yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah there's only bears that live in yeah. Canada right and 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 the occasional moose and yeah. the occasional human that comes through i don't
1: yeah yeah, yeah so <laughs> and moose moose can't spread it i i I learned that moose cannot spread the virus there.
2: <laughs> I heard about that.
1: That's right.
0: So they're Help. back in production for some of the Hallmark stuff, yeah. They're doing the Hallmark mm-hmm. Christmas up in Canada. So yeah, they're I think Candace is finishing up her like fourteen day quarantine now, so they're gonna start filming. Uh finishing up filming on a production they had in the mi- that shut down in the middle. So yeah. That got you Yeah. Yeah. So Crazy. so we gotta get you up in up in that Hallmark business. We need to connect you with like the deck the Hallmark boys. And then they they can put you on there. Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll get you in.
2: <laughs> we got connections. We, okay. we know we know people over at Hallmark. <laughs> uh, I would love I would love to do a Hallmark bit. Would love to. Yeah, you'd be great. Uh, I wrote no, a screenplay. Awesome. I wrote a screenplay for for Hallmark for a big producer that that does a, a ton of movies over there. If you're familiar with the Hallmark producers, but I, I think he makes at least fifteen movies a year. Oh, cool. Um, Did it
0: have snow in it? No, it could. Okay.
2: Does, should it have snow?
0: Yeah, Hallmark won't do a no snow Christmas movie.
2: Okay, but does it yeah, need to be a Christmas movie? movie. It's a, it, no, it oh, a romance.
1: It's a small town romance. So a romance? You're good. You know what? All you'd have to do to make it a Christmas movie is throw in that it's Christmas time yep. and snow and snow. So it that, you're good. That's Like it because it, it, that's all those are our small town romances anyway. And then set you at just Christmas. Add the, yeah, you just add the the confetti around it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the 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 Christmas. You, you just set it. You put some jingles in there. Good to go. And and you don't even have to worry about it as a writer. No, because <laughs> you're just you're good. You're good. You're like oh,
2: it's you're Christmas.
0: and the production team will you, take it from there.
1: <laughs> and you
2: just yeah. have to say Christmas
1: a couple of times.
2: Yep. Yeah, you just have to say Christmas. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. A, a little bit of snow, a Christmas tree, and you say Merry Christmas a couple of times. Bang! It's a Christmas um. movie.
1: It is a absolute Christmas movie. There you go. There you go.
0: Okay, Michael, I think <laughs> it is time for pluggy time. Do you have anything you'd like to plug in the pluggy time? Like your Instagram or upcoming projects or
2: just anything in general? So uh, pluggy time, um, if you want to connect with me on social media, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. And my handle is MichaelDVZ um dvz dvz which was my nickname in production um for my first job they thought divorce on was too long so they started calling me dvz oh nice okay so uh and as far as that um i, I got i mean uh groom is coming up on the 26th and um you know I'm, I'm deep into the writing process i just finished my third screenplay uh feature screenplay i wrote a television show for um uh a pilot a dark comedy for for tv and and um so i'm really looking to uh get involved uh, on the writing side
1: nice yeah yeah makes sense that's, a, that's well i have to time
0: go. to write at home right now so
1: right away that's right <laughs> and if you got and if you got that creative juices man that's like the best i wish like that that was like my thing i'm like you know what i'm gonna write a lot more
0: and and i don't you know you gotta write you gotta <laughs> write first and then the ideas come
2: you know, you can't just like be like, right.
0: "Oh yeah, I'm gonna write a script." That's not how it works.
2: <laughs> well, speaking of being creative and writing, so my dad's a songwriter and music composer, and uh, I grew, grew up around music. My grandpa was a, a singer and a musician. Like, it's I've been around it my whole life. It's in my DNA. But mm-hmm. I've never written a song. And um, during the quarantine, which I think is, um, you know an excellent time to do the stuff you've been putting off because mm-hmm. we get so busy mm-hmm. every day, phones, emails, texts. I got to do this. I got to do that. So I did a lot of, uh, you know, I did a lot of inner work and then I also started waking up in the middle of the night thinking, ah, we're in a pandemic. What's going to happen next? Yeah. And somewhere in there, I started, mm-hmm. melodies started coming to me. So, between the oh no, what's gonna happen next? I started coming up with these song ideas, so I started recording song ideas. And long story short, I sent them over to my brother, who's a, who's a, a songwriter and a musician. And we, we we're we're deep into my uh, my first song. So nice. oh wow, cool, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, I'm I am am I'm a drummer myself, and it's like, not and I, cause I we live in Chicago, so I can't like play my drums in my condo which has 10 people around or 10 other like homes around me so i can't like i don't have like a good basement so i i, I get a little uh antsy on that so my drums are at a like a practice space but yeah that's it's i wish there's all those times where you're just like, <laughs> like i just want to i just want to hit stuff so i haven't been able to hit stuff as much lately there you go.
2: Yeah, yeah no that's it's tough yeah you can't yeah it's tough when you live and there's people that, yeah you you can't just go wild on the drums right
1: no can't cannot do that well send us that I, track I, I, michael because we it. could
2: play it on the podcast and we could talk about it we could do a little uh-huh. seg-
0: a special segment i'll make up a song about michael's song <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll
1: we'll have a song that, that is a segment a segment song for michael's yeah songs.
0: yeah that's what we'll do yeah one DVZ third vote. Drew, do you have anything you like to plug in the pluggy time?
1: Yeah, you can follow me on Instagrams. Uh, I'm not on Facebook anymore. I mean, I have, I still have it, but I just Facebook is is a garbage, silly place. Wait, how and do you get my messages when I message you then? I mean, I'm on the, the not the messenger. Oh, okay. Thing. I'm like, but I just don't post or look at Facebook. Right. Um, but you can find me on Instagram at Drew But With Pants. Um, you can also follow my band The Limbos on Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff. Yes, you can. Um, don't forget,
0: guys, you can watch Hurt Deadly Groom uh, premiering July 26th on Lifetime, 8 p.m. Eastern, mm-hmm. 7 p.m. Central. It's a time. It's a t-
1: And I haven't seen it, but I suggest watching the, the, the drag queen movie. Oh, yes. That Michael's in. <laughs> watch that drag
0: queen racing. The
1: drag queen racing movie. movie.
0: What's the name of that one again?
1: Uh, it's fast and fierce, girl. No, it's fast and fierce (laughs) death race.
0: Well, Michael, so thank you so much. It has been such a pleasure talking to you.
1: Uh, Yeah. Absolute
0: pleasure. wonderful and thank you listeners for checking back in with lifetime on we watch these movies so you don't have to but if you do we'd love to hear from you you can follow me at patrick miguel or the podcast at lifetime on don't forget to rate and review us on apple podcast okay that's it for this week we'll talk to you soon okay bye okay bye bye all right